0: Welcome to Article 23, your podcast all about making work, work. Before we get started today, we'd like to pay our respects to the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to their Elders past, present and emerging.
1: And any who are listening today.
0: Absolutely. Love that. And if you heard that voice twinkle (laughs) in from the podcast to my left, which you cannot see... Um, my name is James Hancock, co-founder at MOI, and the other voice is Rhonda Hall, our CEO. How are you, Rhonda?
1: I am great, and for the first <laughs> time ever being called Twinkling In, so Twink, there you go. What, twinkling, what can I say?
0: Twinkling In, I thought was nice. But, it, um, <laughs> it's lovely.
1: I'm taking it as a compliment.
0: <laughs> good, thank you. Um, excited to twinkle through two um, exciting topics <laughs> and one good news story today, as always. Yeah,
1: and they're quite tough topics.
0: They're really tough. You've
1: chosen these, and I, I think they're tough topics, but they're really important
0: ones. We're not doing any... We're always hard-hitting now, um, which is pretty cool. I yeah. Think. yeah. Oh,
1: well, I think, yeah, we much prefer the conversation sort of waffling about yeah. nothing of consequence.
0: So topic one, I'll yes. just go through. Topic one today is about Australia being in a downswing. Yeah, call it what you will. Yep. And I called it that deliberately because yeah, technically I... it's not a recession, blah, blah, blah. I'm not an economist. you have to rate? come close. I don't know. I don't know about that. I hear you. What are we seeing that makes us think this? What are you seeing? I'm happy to add in as well, of course. I'm not yeah. talking interest rates and blah, blah, blah. That's part of it. Sure. Well, but- well, I
1: think we're seeing we're seeing the social science. So let's talk about that first. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing whether it be food bank, service, harvest, etc. I mean, the list of people who are needing their support
0: Yeah.
1: is just going from a very long line to an even longer one. And yes. that's true. Yep. We're talking about people who have nowhere to live. You're talking yep. about people who are a shortage of social housing yep. or affordable housing. Yep. Um, so we're looking at that part of society, which is always vulnerable, but now you're talking about them in very bad shape. Mm. Um, and then we're talking about people who, you know, call them what you will, but the, the expression that, that we've heard over decades has always been the working poor. Mm. And if you're talking about someone who's working hard, is having a hard time paying their gas bill, electricity bill, rent. And the stories you're hearing about the rent going up is quite extraordinary. Yeah. Like you know 40 50% rate rental increases with no notice. So I think all of those things are making it very tough for some people cost of living etc. And then yep. the interest rates of course are watching going in. Yeah. So I would certainly say that that would be one set of signs, of yeah. data
0: points. I think that's heaps of data signs. I think that's almost everything that well that I could think of too in this space that's not a rates are up, this is, you know, the pure like economic indicators. But the social the reality is the human and social indicators are more important anyway, to me. Yeah. Well, and, and it, to us. Yeah,
1: I I said, yeah, certainly most of us care about how everyone else's doing as well. Yeah. So you have to be incredibly selfish not to care. Yeah. So the um yeah, I think there's that. Mm. There's also this debate over Whether the solutions we're going through at the moment are good, bad, or irrelevant, and so certainly I reading the last couple of days the 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 RBA's decision, then the Economist's reaction to that. Yeah, that was quite extraordinary. They're saying a lot of them are saying we don't think that's the right decision because it won't work. So we're we're dealing with such a unique economy where the the supply side, not the demand side, is the issue.
0: Yeah,
1: is that. We don't know whether just making everything more expensive is going to be helpful.
0: And even that concept, right? So that's, I'm not like economists are pretty, um, pretty good, logical, data-driven people. And they're also about telling stories about what's happening out there for people to listen, digest and everything else, right? Is they came out and said in that scenario, and I agree with you totally in reading those things, basically we didn't want a rate rise to happen. Not so much. We didn't predict it in some ways, but they, you know, they didn't say this is the call except for a couple, but. Basically said, you know, we didn't want it to happen because we're like we're getting the pain, like yep. we're seeing the pain come through. So they're taking a really human and social side too now. I think, which is yeah, you know, almost like slightly less balanced for want of a better way, which is not a bad thing.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think it's a normal thing.
0: It is a normal thing, and I actually <laughs> love love it. I don't mind if the call's right or wrong because the call will come anyway. Yeah, it's by like someone I do exactly. Sure. So that's that's what that is. But
1: we are seeing as we walk through, and, and you yeah. know, I talking about this day, we went we went into the country for a bit of a drive to a client. Um, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And we, you're going through shattered buildings, you're going through quiet cities, you're going through yep. constant news articles, and yep. again today about the big companies cutting costs headcount reductions all those events that we're reading every day and so they start to become a circle don't they like we all read them oh things must be bad because look at all these things i just saw that were bad Mm -hmm. and we physically and almost subconsciously see it as we drive through a town yeah so i think it's become self-perpetuating that drive through
0: the town is really cool what do we do when we did that visit we went through a number of suburbs in sydney and up to the central coast right and what did we see we saw the florist at your local train station that was not open anymore had been up for rent for a while yep. like quite a while hey yep. okay circumstances but yep. people like flowers they're and like the need <laughs> remains I'd say <laughs> but discretionary okay that's interesting we saw in the city around where we are office towers being what they are or not plus if you walk that way towards Chinatown you see oh, shuttered yeah. buildings oh, yeah. everywhere yeah, and as still- we went up to the central coast what do we see basically an empty arcade of either shops that were shut down in the middle of the day at lunchtime you know the lunchtime rush because there isn't one or um, literally, you know, for rent signs in the window. It's pretty... Yeah,
1: and I think stark. the other thing that we're seeing, which is very interesting, and people probably having similar conversations, and I think they're good ones to have. Because totally. when we're having a recession, but we're not talking about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it technically doesn't fit the definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
0: yeah, the, the reality
1: in organizations, big, small, and middle-sized, middle yep. is that it's a huge amount of pressure on people who are running businesses at the moment. Huge amount of pressure. yeah. And that's the other thing that we're seeing. We're seeing leaders that have always been very moderated, very calm, very yep. organized, are suddenly very stressed. And so um, we literally had a conversation today with a person who's been so let down by people who are yep. working with them, yep. not their own team, but by clients, And with these big companies sort of going, this is what we do, they're really not caring about their impact out to the rest of the economy because they're too busy looking in their own backyard. Yeah. And that makes you nervous too.
0: Yeah. It's sort of like um, people are battening down the hatches for the storm. So like, you know, you sort of go insular, you go, which is sort of probably like the pandemic in a way, like batten it down. But now, hey, we're not, it's not the conditions of the pandemic aren't as severe, but we're going back into this, like, I don't know. And maybe, huddling amongst ourselves a bit
1: Maybe because we're, we're not economists But we were sort of watching from the sides at the moment With this one, I think the conversations in businesses Just to be, not pessimistic But yep. to be honest yep. And to let people know how things are going Is actually becoming really essential Because people are nervous now okay. So I think that that's another thing that leaders could be doing Is saying this is what it means And this is what we're doing Because everyone knows in a tough economic cycle
0: yep.
1: Pressure falls on the leaders, that's true yep. So what are the leaders doing? And yeah. how can people feel confident that they're in okay shape?
0: I agree. That is a tough topic. He says that we had tough ones. That's tough.
1: It is tough. And because it's not the remit, that economist remit, which we've all yeah. been reading about all yeah. day. This is more like what can you do as normal people in a business yeah. and how do you make that work? I think, yeah, I think having the conversation, at least admitting that it's tough on everybody's a good start. Yeah. It wouldn't be a bad place to go.
0: Agree. Second one is the topic of leadership. So it's a sounds, nice bridge. Yeah, that nice was just bridge. Un, un, unexpected, <laughs> unplanned, but wow, cool. Yeah. Um, we're sort of having this discussion with a range of people about this idea of open leadership, which is sort of lift everyone, yeah. come with me. I'm, I'm learning from you and you know, you're leading me in something like all of that. Really open leadership styles and then sort of leadership clubs is what we sort of scribbled down as something yeah. to talk about which is, hey, let's just do better amongst ourselves. It's closed in tight and Yeah, it's a rising tide lifts all boats, but only in this tiny port.
1: Yeah, I think that's very interesting because there's another piece from this and we're working mm-hmm. with a couple of organizations at the moment, beautiful organizations mm-hmm. that are very diverse. Yes. And they've very much got an open leadership approach. They're yeah. saying, I'm doing the best I can, as accountable as I can, doing everything yeah. I can think of. Very happy to be next to you. You're doing your best. We're all very different. Let's yeah. come together and make that work. Yeah. And then you've got these people who are like, I know a man. Yeah. And therefore I'm okay. And that, that closed club sometimes looks better than it should. Yeah. And respectfully, like you do see them sort of say, look, you know, it, let's talk to gender for a minute. Yeah. Some of those clubs that sort of go, here we are, a group of men doing business, whatever they're doing. And we've, look, we've got two women at the table now, so we're diverse. Look how diverse we are. Mm. And then those two women leave and they bring in a different two women. And those two women leave and they bring in a different two. But the men are staying. And the men stay beyond that room to be deeply yep. connected. That's a club. Yep. And when they wonder why the women are saying, you guys aren't really changing anything and you're not very diverse, and you're not very inclusive. Yep. That's what they're talking about. The yep. value of those, those relationships, yep. the club. Yep. As you walk out of that meeting, out of that room, and into a different context, and mm. taking diverse people with you, gender should be the easiest one. Given yep. That women are fifty-one percent of the population mm. is that—that's the conversation. Yep. Are you seriously lifting women up and joining your club, or are you actually just having a few visitors and giving yourselves a pat in the back for letting yep. them be invited occasionally to yeah. your table yep. before you get rid of them and get some new ones? And I—and I think when they get criticised for that, they need to think carefully. About whether those relationships that are built with people who are diverse or different than them, yep. they're actually holding outside the room because yeah. I think a lot of them aren't.
0: But There's heaps, right? There's gender clubs, there's privilege clubs, there's sometimes good. there's general like there's really so the point. many of these, really and good I point. I agree on the there gender There are girls one, versions of it too, like yeah, yeah. women's
1: versions of it too, and they're just just the yeah. same.
0: Yeah, and yeah. it's like you don't you've got a seat technically, but actually you're not part of the club. That's yeah. very enjoy- I, yeah, that's huge.
1: And I think that when you see the people who are getting it really right yeah and everybody gives them credit for it Mm. is they're not just inviting people to visit their table yeah they're actually lifting people up into a whole different set of conversations or network that those people have never had access to before and they're sponsoring them in and teaching them the rules and telling them how to get in or even perhaps even better still Mm. they're saying as a club of people over here we're going to do business with that diverse yep. group yep. and we're going to let them benefit from how they work with us yep. in their own owned businesses which i think is great too so yeah i think the people who are getting credit for being the really inclusive leaders probably get it for good reason yes so if you're one of those people saying i can't believe it here's a photo of me with a diverse person you're going well sure yeah but i want to see
0: do better that
1: photo in four different contexts not just that one meeting
0: yeah do better be on the photo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: These are yep. tough conversations and like we're trying to hedge a little bit because we don't want to be directly critical, but it's, it is one of those things that if you're a leader and you're in that opportunity to include people differently,
0: yeah,
1: do that and then ask for the credit. Don't expect it until you do it.
0: Yeah. Love it. Cool. That's the two <laughs> t- big topics. <laughs> Good news story. And there's probably, you know, some interesting stuff in this. I think we can talk about bits of it, but is, uh, awesome community group set of community groups really that we're working with
1: yeah I
0: think we can talk about it
1: I th- yeah I think so too because it is um, when we've been measuring community or organizations culture as we do yep We've just now, in the last 12 months, started measuring beyond a closed community right out Mm -hmm. to suppliers, contractors, community, customers, everything. And and to do that is incredibly cool because you start to go, what's the impact of this community stroke organization, stroke
0: ecosystem, whatever you want to call it. Can we name this group we're talking about or is that a bridge to far?
1: I think, let's name them soon. Let's name them
0: soon. (laughs) Let's name them soon. I I, like that.
1: Yeah, I want them to hold their own story. Yeah. Um, I don't want to appropriate that, but they're just such a beautiful organization. It will be so beautiful to be very shortly to be able to hand back to them and say, mm. this is your community. This is yeah. how it's been built informally yeah. without hierarchy. And this is its amazing impact on so many people.
0: Yeah. And I think the good news story and the sort of connection between um, the topics today is that without naming this group, is that <laughs> the when we start talking to people in this community, And outside of it, you know, on a no-names basis is there's a great passion and desire and thirst to talk more about communities that are beyond four walls of a traditional corporate organization. And for us, that's really about the S of ESG. And so this is really about how you really measure it. And you need to go out to all of those groups you mentioned and probably lots, you know, even more. I mean, as it keeps evolving in a sort of really organic way. Mm. And so I think that's the lesson we can... Flag that won't be as a surprise to anyone, but we've got a cool way to do it. Um, look forward to taking the cover off the name in the future of what that is. But and
1: I think it will be. Sort of it will out. be great for them to be able to tell a story. I think it's going to be so beautiful. Mm. The other thing I just want yeah. to throw in. Can I throw in right at the end? Yes, please do. Just a really weird experience because I know a lot of people talk about Chat GPT, etc., etc. <laughs> I actually <Yep. laughs> um, got invited to do a lecture that I do a couple of times a year with one of our beginners, mm-hmm. yep. and I do it alongside a technology expert so there's cool. me yep. talking humanity him talking technology and it's often a versus is it versus or is it and technology humanity yeah yep. yep. The, the other day we lectured with three of us and the third one was chat GPT
0: oh that's fun okay
1: <laughs> it was extraordinary <laughs>
0: what, what happened
1: well I think uh, half the room was terrified of where that went and half the room was excited about where it could go Yep. And I don't think that half was static. I think as it rolled through the conversations and where it can go, the impact of technology, on the potential impact yep. of on humans and also the impact of humans on technology because yep. they're linked, um, you start to see the potential is so fantastical. Yep. <laughs> is that a word?
0: I think so. I mean, it I works so. for me, yeah.
1: But it's also very terrifying because mm. it has no guardrails at all. Yeah. But if there was guide who would put them there? Like yeah. no one's really in a position to do it. So I, I think this is a very open book and I'm looking forward to hearing and seeing and listening where it goes.
0: I love that because I think if we look at even what we've been thinking about for a number of years, like the last five and a half that in my existence yeah. um, here, which is almost all of it, is we even in those early future of work reports, we started asking and looking at job precariousness with technology, like yeah. um, in some of the Bank West Curtain economic stuff. Yeah. And so that's sort of an important part of it. It's like, well, well, I'm worried about it, but I'm worried about it if I don't know how it's going to impact me. But I'm kind of curious a little bit. We saw the like sort of start of that. You mentioned more of that, which was like, I either love the possibility, I'm open to it, I'm a bit worried about it. But I reckon if I'm a bit worried about it, but I know a bit more, I'll either be less worried or I'll have a crack. You know, I'll kind of do something. Just effectively building receptivity to it and that idea of, I don't know, a change journey for one of a less jargony term. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that um, what, come along.
1: One cute comment that mm. I could throw in yep. is the tech guy, who's a very serious tech guy, yep. he, that was actually with me. He, he's such a great guy. And he was talking about the fact, the only thing that he's shocked by yep. is he thought that when they got to this level of AI and to be amazing, they would take out lawyers and then they yep. would take out doctors Yep. And then sometime in the future they would take out developers. Yep. But they've jumped lawyers and doctors and they're actually going to take out developers first so ChatGPT can program.
0: Got it. <laughs> so that's so like meta that um, yeah. I think that's all that needs to be said.
1: <laughs> so no one's immune, I think. But yep. yeah, it was funny to listen to him talk about it.
0: Awesome. So that's the podcast for the week. Awesome topics in there. One is we're in a downswing.
1: Look after each other.
0: Yep. Talk about it so that it doesn't feel like
1: people are alone. I think that's my my take on that one.
0: Yeah, I love that one. Um, The second key topic that we covered was all about leadership and the idea of open versus clubs and cliques, let's say. Yep.
1: Yep. And if you've got a closed club, what we're looking at to say, are you genuine inclusive? Yep. Is if those relationships are longitudinal over time and impacting positively on people not like you yeah whether they're just visitors to your club
0: yeah the third key topic that we spoke about today the good news story was all about community wasn't it
1: yeah and it's such a great story i i'm so looking forward to helping them bring that story to life yeah and the lessons for all of us on how to build really deeply connect- connected communities that make a difference
0: super exciting so as we say at the end of these podcasts keep listening to yourself yes to each other and to also the people hope, around you and hopefully to us <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks bye, bye.